Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner, America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, available online, americasretirementheadquarters.com, and by calling 419-794-3030. It's 419-794-3030. My name is Chris Swan. Glad to be with you guys. Glad to be with you, Nolan and Scott. How are we doing today? We're doing well. Weathered through the 12 to 14 inches of snow. Yep, snowmageddon, but uh, here and... uh, (laughs) Got another great show lined up for today for all of you guys listening. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys being with us as well. And Noah and Scott, obviously, importing the uh, the insight into retirement, things that people could be prepared for as they get closer to retirement. On today's show, we're going to talk about how a single penny could potentially cost you hundreds of dollars in additional healthcare expenses. We're going to talk about the difference in having a will and having an estate plan. And if you haven't done your taxes yet, uh, you may be in for a little surprise But first, let's talk about this. Are we about to see another market correction that could affect our retirement portfolios? Reuters put that question to investment strategist Randy Watts. Here's what he said. I think we are. The market's clearly become extended. You have about 89% of the S&P right now above its 200-day moving average. That's about as good as it normally gets. We haven't had a substantial pullback in this run. So I do think we're due for a 5 to 10% correction pretty soon. Now, I understand that the market sometimes goes down. It's the nature of the beast. But this constant volatility, I have to imagine, is a little unnerving for those of us approaching retirement age. Is that something that people just have to to grin and bear? Well, you know, volatility is definitely something that a lot of people, especially retirees, begin to get uncomfortable with. It's like uh, the roller coaster rides for us at Cedar Point, you know, used to be fun maybe as a kid on the ups and downs, but uh, may not be as fun. One of the things, you know, we just completed our economic summit uh, a few days ago on the 17th, one of our most popular events. It was great to see everybody did come out through the snow Mm -hmm. to to listen to our feedback. We spent uh, 90 minutes kind of talking about this particular topic. Uh, For those of you that are listening today, if you'd like to uh, get the abbreviated version, uh, we have it videotaped for you. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Again, just go on YouTube, type in America's Retirement Headquarters. Uh, exciting to announce that uh, this week we reached over 1,000 subscribers onto our YouTube channel. So there's great quality content on there. Looking at the playlist, you can listen to the Economic Summit. But, you know, when we look at it, the valuations are are high. You know, the, the price metrics are high. One of the people that we follow is Dr. Robert Schiller. And, you know, by his valuations, you can see... There is some extreme value in being smart about making your investment decisions and kind of running the the fire safety drill. But at the same time, you know, the trend is your friend. There's still some some strength within the overall market. You've seen explosive growth, I think, in certain categories. Some of the technology companies have, you know, had, you know, some major momentum and major growth going forward. This is a point where you do probably want to run the fire safety drill, where you want to make sure that you have a good understanding for what your risk tolerance is. But, you know, as he talked about there in the commercial, the 5 to 10% pullback, that is normal. I mean, markets do go up and down, and volatility can be your friend. It, it just comes down to how do you respond to the volatility. 
you know, what do you own and why do you own those investments? So one of the areas that we really like a lot right now is companies that are daily essentials. So we like the grocery stores, we like the household products, we like, you know, things like the cleaning surprise or the foods and, you know, breakfast items. Things that people use every single day are going to be good, you know, staples to have for a long time. The other area that we like, both small, medium, and large, is we like those companies that have very strong balance sheets. So companies with high cash positions, uh, we like companies with low debt, good return on equity. These are the type of areas that we're looking at when we're looking at uh, what positions we want to own for our clients and you know what some of the valuations are. Some of the you know, the high-flying stocks, as they talk about, some of the price-to-earnings ratio are, are, are fairly high. In fact, if you look at some of the, the top companies in the S&P, you have a P.E. ratio in 2020 of over 70. And that the price-to-earnings ratio indicates, you know, what the valuations are based upon historical averages. And if the S&P 500 index is, you know, at 17 as a whole, in a normal scenario, 70 is a high valuation. But Chris, actually, if if you take out some of those top flying major growth companies, mm-hmm. the PE ratio of the remaining companies that are left is about thirteen point six as of twenty twenty. So, I I think there are still some values out there. There are still some things that are out there. The second question that I'd ask you, Scott, maybe see if you can get this question right. It's the same question we ask in the economic summit. If you buy a stock, how do you lose money? Well, if the stock crashes or the company goes out of business. Okay, so I would agree with you. If the company goes out of business, that's one way that you could lose money. Sure, if they file bankruptcy. And if the stock crashes, as you said, but if the stock crashes, still something has to occur. So either you, the investor, had to sell that investment or you know maybe the advisor that you're working with sells that investment. And, and that is when a loss occurs. So think about that. Think about the reasons why you want to own the companies, the reasons why we like the daily essentials, the reasons why we like companies with high cash and low debt positions. It's not to say that those stock prices won't be volatile and won't go down, but you know, just like a family, if they own a lot of cash in the bank, they have little to no debt, if the economy takes a downturn, I think that family is going to be okay. Sure. They're going to be able to weather the storm, so to speak, and maintain. Yeah, so what you can do is if, if you think and you know what you own, what you can do is take volatility from a, a panic emotion standpoint and turn it into an opportunistic plan. So again, if we can go back in time, imagine how much different things would have been had you bought when the market went down in 2020 because sure. we now know what has happened with the rally and, and the recovery. Mm. So the, probably the most important thing to answer your question, Chris, is people need to run the fire safety drill. They need to know what they're going to do. There's two different areas to take a look at, you know, the offense or defense. So if people are concerned a little bit about a downturn, it may be a good time to rebalance portfolios. Could be a good time to take profits off the table, especially for investors who are going to need the money in the short term, next year to three years, more defensive type strategies make sense. Being educated about what's called trailing stop losses or strategies or investments that offer more defensive downside. 
And those of you who are looking to go on the offense or, you know, again, for more of the long term, uh, I wouldn't worry so much about the day-to-day noise of the market. Again, I think that it's important right now to know what you own. Uh, We like to own companies that, again, are daily essentials, and we like to also own companies that have strong financial balance sheets. If anybody wants to know more about that, again, stop over to our YouTube channel and uh, type in America's Retirement Headquarters. You can see the presentation that we just gave at our Economic Summit to learn more. Or if you want to know even more about what those stocks are and we want to talk about your portfolio, give us a call at the office. We'd always be happy to talk to you about stocks. It's something that we love doing. Again, the number is 419-794-3030. Schedule a time uh, to speak with America's Retirement Headquarters. You can also go to the website, americasretirementheadquarters.com. Uh, we all have jobs where uh, hopefully <laughs> the job that you're at occasionally does the, the fire drills. I mean, it is it is kind of mandated countrywide. And I think we all roll our eyes when, when we have to do it. You know, grab your coat, grab your coffee or whatever, get out the door, find the person with the uh, yellow vest and, and safety hat on. But the truth is, is that if there were an actual emergency, we'd be prepared for it and we'd be, we'd be much we'd be grateful that we, we do these drills. And it's the same sort of thing when it comes to your retirement plan. It is better to test it out and see how it will perform in the event of volatility and make corrections as it dictates rather than be exposed to it. Just just have the market put your retirement plan in a downturn and you're not accounting for that. What do you do then? That's when the, those emotional decisions come into play. And more often than not, those emotional decisions can in fact be incorrect. So again, have that drill done beforehand. Stress test your plan Nolan Baker, the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help out with that and then figure out where the weaknesses are and how to fix them before they become a glaring problem in your retirement. 419-794-3030 is the number to get started. Or again, you can go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. Some people have a will and some have an estate plan. After the break, we're going to find out if there's any difference between the two. So when you need me, darling, can't you hear me? Mention the word and the first thing that comes to mind is April 15th. But that's just one day. What are you doing the other 364 days of the year to prepare for tax season? Nolan Baker and the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help show you how forward tax planning could save you money. If you're serious about saving on taxes, call them now at 419-794-3030 for a complimentary phone consultation and to get started today. With so much uncertainty in the world today, you can know for sure that your retirement plan is as tax efficient as possible. Now's the time to protect what you have from future tax hikes. Call them now at 419-794-3030. That's 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. What do you think about when you hear this song? Breakfast Club, of course. I can actually tell you right now, this is a, a audio medium, but uh, Nolan Scott both have their hands raised in the air like John Bender. <laughs> Plays during the opening and closing credits of the movie and the group Simple Minds released Don't You Forget About Me this week back in 1985. Welcome back to America's Retirement Headquarters here on News Radio 1370, WSPD and 92.9 FM. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. That's 419-794-3030 online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. You know, one of the few good things about the coronavirus pandemic is that it forced us for some introspection to recognize the need to have an estate plan that protects our loved ones. But a lot of people think that uh, they have a will. It's the same thing. They have an estate plan. Is it really the same thing? No, not at all, Chris. Actually, um, there are very uh, a lot of similarities in the two. But I think, you know, the will is something that you would want to have in your estate plan. 
there's a lot of different perspectives on it. And boy, you're right. You know, the coronavirus, if it, anybody can find a positive in it. it it's is, weird to say silver lining out of it, but yeah. Uh, I mean. No, exactly. But you know, what it did was it's put people in the mindset of reevaluating a lot of their wills, their estate plan, and, and making sure that, you know, because a lot of people become complacent with that and they don't make the changes that they should, you know, whether they, you know, are remarried or, you know, had a child or had a loved one pass away. And, you know, you need to step in and, and uh, reevaluate your will and, and make the changes that are necessary. And a lot of people just don't like to deal with it. And they have something put in place and they, they just run with it. And um, for life insurance, a lot of people reevaluate their life insurance. And for those that didn't have life insurance, they went out and, and got some more life insurance because, you know, I tell you, talked to a lot of people that had the coronavirus and they said they were scared and you know it's not like having the flu you know they said it's the flu like but there was a lot of deaths involved in it and people really were concerned about it and if you look at it i mean a will is a letter of instructions to the judge it's going to talk about you know obviously what you want to have happen with your stuff when you pass away but there, there's really there's so much more to it when you're creating the ultimate estate plan you know, there's things that come up like why you're alive. So, I mean, things like a living will, you know, it does make you stop and think about documenting what your wishes are. The things like the the power of attorney, you know, making sure that you can make financial decisions, making sure that you can make healthcare decisions, those type of things are documents that people need, you know, why they're alive. And, you know, even you mentioned with blended families, making sure that you've had a conversation. I think I saw an article this week about uh, Larry King's estate is in a big uproar yes. because he, at the last minute, was going through, uh, it sounds like a divorce, and started to change uh, his estate plans. Oh, yeah, and, it was like handwritten, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was handwritten, yes. So, you know, these are the type of things we've all seen a family you know, ultimately be destroyed when a you know, loved one passes away, and it doesn't have to be that way. Going through it is talking about things like, you know, even getting your prepaid funeral arrangement put in place. People oftentimes can make much smarter, wiser financial decisions using the example of a prepaid funeral than when you're in the funeral home and making the decisions after a loved one's gone and passed away. I, I know personally in my own family situations, it's better to, to pre-plan those there's areas like trust and, you know, what type of documents maybe or accounts would you want to avoid probate? People oftentimes don't even realize that, you know, some things don't go through your will. Uh, so when you have like life insurance or an IRA, it's named beneficiaries that things take a look at. So there's, there's an entire checklist ultimately that we've kind of put together with the ultimate estate planning checklist where we can kind of walk somebody through these items uh, help you be able to make sure that, you know, you've documented, you know, how people can find where your financial accounts are, how they can get access to them, you know, where things like your deed and your mortgage are, where the important professionals like your accountant, financial advisor are located and how to get a hold of them. You know, what are the financial accounts that you have and not making simple mistakes that could be costly mistakes. Yeah, when you look at, you know, all of the different types of policies, I mean, you know, your home and auto insurance, you know, and your passwords for different, um, the utility bills and logging into the accounts that you might have, where are all of those stored and, and who knows what you have? And, you know, like Nolan said, there's so many things that with a, 
the ultimate estate planning guide that we have put together that will help you while you're alive. And, um, you know, we've, we've had a run on requests for this uh, report, given the, the coronavirus and people having loved ones that have passed away with, you know, friends and neighbors. And it makes you more aware of those things. A lot of people don't know who the beneficiaries are of mom and dad's policies. You know, so the ultimate estate planning guide, you put that in place and it takes all of the guesswork out of it. Yeah, to give you, again, a couple of specific examples for those of you who are listening. Again, things like annuities, life insurance, IRAs, 401ks, retirement accounts, those financial accounts, you usually have a named beneficiary on that account. And by having a named beneficiary, it is typically then not going to go through your will. When you look at that, you want to make sure then you have updated beneficiary forms on file. So the first question that I would ask for those of you that are listening today, you know, if you got done listening to this radio show, can you walk to a location in your house and grab a current copy of the beneficiary forms that you have on file with your life insurance, annuities, and retirement accounts? That's a great question, Nolan. Yeah, and if you can't, you know, that's kind of a danger. The second thing is, is you want to know if your beneficiary forms are current. There's been multiple law changes regarding estate planning. One of the ones that went into effect last year was regarding what is called stretch IRAs that impact retirement accounts. You know, so under the old rules, ultimately you had the ability, if your custodian allowed for it, to have your loved one stretch out the taxation and the distribution of the retirement account over their, their lifetime, their life expectancy. You know, last year the rules changed to now it is a maximum of, of 10 years. The other area that I see is oftentimes people will forget to name what is called a contingent beneficiary mm -hmm. or a secondary beneficiary. So, you know, oftentimes the primary beneficiary is a spouse. But what happens if you and your spouse pass away together? If you don't have a contingent beneficiary, it means that entire account could become probatable. Another example of something that we asked the question on to see if it's documented is, on your beneficiary form, is your distribution per capita or per stirpes? And you're probably thinking, Nolan, what the heck yeah. did you just say? <laughs> what do you mean there? Well, oftentimes what people don't realize is the default language on standard beneficiary form is, is per capita, which really means surviving beneficiary. So if you have a scenario where you're married and then you have three kids and, you know, if you lose your spouse and now your three children are the beneficiary and, you know, heaven forbid one of your children pass away, in a per capita beneficiary designation, even if you have the three kids listed, if only two of them are surviving when you pass away, that money would be paid out to the surviving beneficiary. So for those of you who have grandchildren, if it is important heaven forbid your child passes away with or before you, if you would want that beneficiary's money to go on to your grandchildren, you need to update the form to per stirpes. So it really kind of goes on and on and on. Again, within the beneficiary checklist, that's just one section that we take a look at. There's uh, 15 different items that we do, and we provide you a follow-up to-do list to be able to get those things done. 
And the other area, Scott, unfortunately, when you lose a loved one, what a traumatic experience, we have also uh, included the survivor checklist. So if you mm -hmm. want to learn more about the ultimate estate planning checklist, of course, always just reach out to us. We're happy to get you that information and share it with you as well. Yeah, it's as simple as picking up the phone and giving a call, 419-794-3030. You can also go online to the website, americasretirementheadquarters.com. I think the word estate for, for the longest time has kind of brought about an air of uh, wealth to it. And so a lot of people think maybe they don't need an estate plan because they're not multimillionaires or things like that. But the truth is, is you know, you don't have to be a multimillionaire to have plan that's in place for your estate. It is important to, and Nolan and Scott just outlined all, all the needs for it. Take advantage of it. Uh, go take a look at that ultimate estate planning checklist and, and really make sure that that is one less thing uh, your loved ones have to deal with in an already emotionally trying time. 419-794-3030 is the number. AmericasRetirementHeadquarters.com is the website. Now, the amount that you're going to have to pay for Medicare each month is going to depend upon which income bracket you are in during retirement. And the Wall Street Journal says earning just one penny over the bracket limit could cost you hundreds of dollars in additional premiums. Is there a way to manage that to make sure that you don't uh, go over that threshold or is that just the nature of the beast? No, absolutely. There is a way to manage that. And, you know, I've got I've got the numbers here for 2021. I'll just uh, briefly go over, you know, if you're a individual taxpayer filing individually, if you make under $88,000 a year, then you're going to pay the basic premium for Part B. Now, keep in mind, this is only for Part B because Part A is free, but it's $148.50 for individual tax filers, 88000 or less. Okay. But if you make eighty-eight to 111 so if you make 88001 penny, mm -hmm. you go to the next bracket, which that next bracket is going to increase to 20790 you know so you've got an increase there mm -hmm. of $59.40 but it really jumps when you get higher brackets than that so if you're making 138,000 then you're going to have 14850 so it's double you're going to have a total premium for part B of 297 and those filing jointly that number is 276,000. So it goes from two, 222,000 to 276. You're going to pay double the premium for your Part B. And, uh, you know, it, it goes all the way up to 750,000. If you make 750,000 jointly, you're going to pay $504.90 for Part B. Wow. Now, take into account that that if you purchase a Medicare supplement policy, that's going to increase as well. And not only that, but that's just for Part B. Part D, you know, for the prescription, that also goes up. And, uh, you know, the numbers for that could be, you know, another $75 on top of that. So you could be paying roughly $600. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that's going to be for you and your spouse because you're filing jointly. So you go from $148.50 all the way up to $504.90. You know, so that's a number that you got to be aware of because what you think you're going to get with 148.50 could be drastically different. And that one penny will throw you out of those different brackets. So, I have all of the information available for that. You know, that information is on our website. America's Medicare Associates.com, and uh, you can get there from America's Retirement Headquarters 
website as well. But um, there's ways to protect that. You know, we talk about qualified and unqualified funds, and uh, there are definitely ways to, I don't want to say manipulate the system, but take advantage of the rules that are already in place and uh, lower that income a little bit to make sure that that one penny isn't going to cost you hundreds of dollars in the long run. Yeah, it's really about planning ahead. Again, it's not your patriotic duty to pay one more dollar to the government than you have to. There are ways, uh, certainly, to move money from countable to uncountable category, and it really comes down to planning like anything else. I think that's one of the great reasons that I like working with Scott is our comprehensive approach is helping you make those decisions on things like Medicare. And, you know, because we're limited on time, we can't even talk about it. But for those of you that are looking to retire early before the ages of 65, you know, income is a big, big part of getting your affordable health care. That can make thousands of dollars a difference. And the best thing to do is just uh, talk with a professional and get an income plan put in place and know what your limits are because one dollar can cost you thousands in additional health care costs. And, you know, we don't want you to fall into that trap. We're here to help. Absolutely. The worst thing that could happen is that if you are in that threshold where you make that extra penny and then it ends up being you would have been better off making just two pennies less because of the, the cost of premiums, things like that. Taxation is the same thing and comes into play. We are coming up on the end of the show. But these are all the different factors where it is important to have a plan going into retirement and be able to modify the plan and and very much a, a measure twice, cut one sort of situation. You don't want to make an improper withdrawal and have the ramifications, whether it be taxes, whether it be Medicare or whatever, cost you more in the long run. Pick up the phone, schedule a time to speak with America's retirement headquarters, with America's Medicare associates, with the retirement guys formula, and develop that plan together and make sure that you don't have to pay more than you are required to, whether it be Medicare, whether it be taxation. 419-794-3030 is the number. It's 419-794-3030. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. And uh, if you missed previous editions of the show or, or you want to listen to this one again later on, don't forget, always available via podcast on your medium of choice, Apple, Spotify, Google, what have you. Just look for America's Retirement Headquarters. And we want to thank you for joining us this week here on the show. Uh, my name is Chris Swan. As always, we appreciate it. One more time, the phone number 419-794-3030. And guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Thank you all for uh, listening and uh, check us out on on YouTube, subscribe, and have a great rest of your weekend and a great week. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 2778.